Buenos dias from VA. This is the Rorschach Argentina update for the 24th of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. It's World Cup season and that means that there's one thing on most people's minds. By now you probably heard that the national team shockingly lost its opener match against Saudi Arabia, the candidate least likely to represent a challenge for Lionel Scaloni's team. Still, Tuesday morning left an entire country stunned as they saw how the athletic Saudis scored twice in five minutes. The Argentines, who were already rattled by the denial of their three previous goals by tight offside calls from the bar, were unable to turn things back around and ended up suffering a 2-1 loss. Saudi Arabia was so surprised and ecstatic about the result that the Saudi king declared a national holiday. Only a few members of Argentina's team were willing to speak to the press after the defeat, but they all agreed on three things, that they were responsible for the result, that they hadn't underestimated their rival, and that they will treat the next two matches as finals. The country will once again come to a halt on Saturday the 26th as Argentina faces Mexico's national team, followed by a clash against Poland on Wednesday the 30th. Speaking of getting a bucket of ice-cold water, as Argentines like to say when faced with unexpected reality, President Fernandez had to undergo surgical medical tests after having suffered from digestive bleeding during the G20 summit. As we mentioned last week, he was initially taken to a hospital in Bali and then underwent an endoscopy upon his arrival in Buenos Aires the following Saturday. He's only now gradually resuming his work activities. Meanwhile, alarm bells are ringing in the central bank due to the accelerated outflow of reserves this month. After bringing in a few billions thanks to the soy dollar scheme, the institution had to sell at least one billion in operations on the foreign exchange markets. This coincides with the economy minister's decision to restrict imports as well as making dollars more expensive. As you may recall, higher taxes are now applicable for credit and debit card purchases that exceed 300 US dollars, which takes the exchange rate to 338 pesos per dollar. This is informally known as the Qatar dollar, as the measure was implemented just in time to affect those traveling to see the World Cup. At the same time, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development forecasts a slowdown for Argentina's economy in 2023. Analysts said that the economic growth will be half the rate of 2022, with high inflation waiting in on private consumption and tight capital controls causing investments to fail. All of this, of course, worsened by a global context of economic uncertainty amid the effects of Russia's war in Ukraine. But it's not all bad news. In October, the country's exports amounted to almost 8 billion, reaching to a new high this month. This was driven by higher sales of agricultural products, minerals, fuels, and automobiles. So far this year, total exports yielded to $75 billion. Speaking of exports, a business delegation visited the UK to explore opportunities linked to the food and beverage industry. More than 100 meetings were organized to promote trade, particularly among British importers and supermarkets. If we look at the delegation companies that travel to the UK, which belong to provinces like Mendoza, San Juan, and La Rioja, it's fair to assume most of these potential deals revolve around bottled wine and organic honey. 
Overall, last year's wine exports to the UK totaled to more than $100 million, which represents 12% of Argentina's total export of that product. Since we are on the topic of the UK, Argentina rejected the display of official activities of Princess Anne in the Malvinas Falkland Islands. On her six-day trip, the daughter of the late uh, Queen Elizabeth II visited the Liberation Monument to commemorate the 40th anniversary of the end of the war in the South Atlantic Islands. The reason why Argentina was critical of her visit is that any demonstration of UK sovereignty over the islands needs to be objected to as long as the country deems the British occupation of the territory as illegal. Guillermo Carmona, the Argentine Secretary of Malvinas, Antarctica and South Atlantic, said that Princess Anne's arrival without warning represents a breach of international law with its colonial presence in the South Atlantic against the UN resolution and world outcry. On a related note, the ball that the late Argentine football star Diego Maradona used to score the historic goal against the British sold at an auction for two million pounds, about 2.4 million US dollars. Known as the Hand of God ball, the piece of Mexico 1986 World Cup memorabilia was in possession of the Tunisian match referee Ali bin Nasser, who put it up for auction after the jersey Maradona wore at that game sold for more than $9 million. From one historical figure to another, the leader of Madres de Plaza de Mayo Association died on Sunday the 20th. Eve de Bonafini, who passed at the age of 93, was known for founding and leading the human rights organization that defied the 1976-1983 military dictatorship by investigating and demanding the truth about missing children. As you may know, some 30,000 people were abducted and presumably killed by the regime, with many babies being born in captivity and given to military families to adopt. Eve de Bonafini started the Mothers of Plaza de Mayo group with 13 other women after their sons were taken in 1973. Unfortunately, her two sons were never found. Always seen wearing a white headscarf, which is the symbol of the Matters Association, the leader was both iconic and controversial. In recent years, she became known for her visceral public statement and radical politics, as well as being close with the Kirchnerite leaders. After hearing the news, President Alberto Fernandez declared three days of national mourning. If you want to know more about Eve, the New York Times published an interesting piece about her story. To check it out, follow the link in the show notes. Moving on, we have good news about Argentina's fire emergency. On Tuesday the 22nd, the government announced that $50 million loan of the Andrean Department Corporation to finance the National Fire Management Program had been approved. This agreement, which comes with a disbursement term of 20 years, will help reduce the devastating impact on ecosystems, water resources, and the quality of life of local populations, as well as to contribute to the reduction of carbon dioxide emissions. Through the loan, the National Fire Management Service will be able to access new equipment for direct attack, monitoring, and prevention. There are 135 firefighters currently active in the Jujuy and Santiago del Estero provinces. On that note about environmental emergencies, the General Labor Confederation Union in Mar del Plata sent a note to Kurds requesting all precautionary measures stopping offshore oil exploration be lifted so that the companies can start working. As you may recall from the previous episodes, these operations are surrounded by concerns and fear of a potential spill of oil. 
The union, however, assures that they are the first ones concerned about protecting the environment and the tourism activity in the city, and therefore have complied with all safety measures. Others, like Greenpeace and the Surfers Association, are not so convinced. The General Labor Confederation Union, commonly known as CGT, was also busy with an increase of the minimum salary. This 20% increase will be paid in four installments, 7% in December, 6% in January, 4% in February, and another 3% in March. This means that by March, the minimum salary will reach 69,500 pesos, around 400 US dollars according to the official exchange rate, and some $220 according to the parallel exchange rate. And that's it for this week. Another quick question. How are we doing on bias? Axe grinding? We try to be independent and stick to the facts and context with favor and fear of none. How are we doing? Do we seem even a teensy bit biased? Tell us at argentina at Nos vemos la próxima semana. <laughs>